Chapter 1. Hakoda was lost. Their ship was out in hostile waters when they had gotten ambushed by Fire Nation vessels. The Lunry honestly should have sunk, all things considered. But Tuin-Law seemed to have favored them that day, and sailed their ship far enough to a small island before it finally gave in, leaving the crew all but stranded on said deserted island. Though, to call it deserted may have been an understatement. This large, expansive stretch of land, without a footprint in sight and hardly anything around other than trees, was more than a little bit worrying for them. However, the crew was all unharmed during these events, and the ship could easily be repaired with the materials at hand, and hopefully they can get themselves out of this mess soon. However, for tonight, they're going to have to make camp and gather their bearings and count their blessings until they could get their ship sailing again. It didn't take long for them to set up the campfire, really, and getting some of their rations to a safe spot. After that, they had even managed to find a few juicy fruits growing around the camp, the strange melon-like things tasting horrible, but providing a plethora of water in each one. So though extremely bitter, they were in good spots for now. With them all around in good shape and nothing else to do but complain about the gritty sand around them, Hakoda, against his better judgment and against Bato's warning, and the entire crew's mumbling and placing of bets, went to explore the island. However, not long after sundown, Hakoda quickly began to come to the realization of just how turned around he had become. Even worse than that, he had grown concerned he was being followed. Yet, any time he stopped to listen, he could hear nothing but his own heartbeat. It was just this lingering fear that there were eyes looking at him. Eyes he couldn't see. And just as Hakoda was about to swallow all of his pride and start shouting for his crew, he heard it. A low, hostile growl. A blood-chillingly cold growl that made Hakoda very sure that any favor of Tuin-La had just abandoned him. Looking a few paces away, directly in front of him, he saw a pair of glowing yellow eyes staring back. Hakoda's heart stopped. Nothing left in its place but stone-cold fear at the thought of having to fight off a wild animal in the midst of already dangerous circumstances. Slowly, Hakoda began to back away, only to trip over the roots of a tree sticking up from the ground nearby as the creature prowled forward. There, there, nice thing, he started wishing to whatever spirits were still listening that he could walk out of these woods in one piece. The mysterious predator kept stalking after him, however, and with Hakoda too afraid to make any sudden moves, he could only hold as still as a statue. It wasn't until the creature was looming right above his head, the threat of ending Hakoda there and then, was he finally able to make out the outline of a person. A person, another human, on an island where he has no escape from, and judging by their eyes, Fire Nation.
shit. Any hope of walking away from this unharmed was just thrown out the window and lit on fire as the ash-making, hostile monster grabbed a handful of Hakoda's tunics and threw him over to the side. Forcefully, Hakoda scrambled up and tried to back away, only to end up blocked by a tree. Listen, I don't mean any harm, I just... He was shut up with another growl and a display of the stranger's teeth as they shoved him off the tree and down the forest, prowling closer as he did so. The stranger kept their distance, and even when they did catch up to Hakoda, he would only give them another shove, this time in a different direction. Hakoda just wanted to know what game was being played so it could end. He did not want to be some play toy before getting devoured by the Ashmaker's flames. Hakoda didn't even take his eyes off the person the entire time as he kept walking, the stranger trailing him the whole way. And suddenly, he stopped. This is it, Hakoda thought to himself, bracing his body for it, and then he heard it. Hey, there he is. Told you guys he was fine. Hakoda snapped his head around to see that he was back at camp. The stranger had led him back to his men. Hakoda suddenly felt a little guilty now for thinking the other was leading him to a horrible death. However, as he looked back to thank him, the stranger was gone, and Hakoda was left to wonder if they were even there to begin with. He was positive, though. They were really there. Those golden eyes glaring into him was going to haunt Hakoda forever. They would be following him the entire time they stayed on this damn island. So, walking back to camp, he had vowed that he would track the stranger down in the morning when it was lighter in the thicket. He would figure out not only who this person was, but why they didn't even kill him. Hopefully then, the chief could get some sleep. Worst case scenario, there was a whole fleet of Fire Nation soldiers on this island with them. Although Hakoda felt that if they were, there wouldn't even be trees to begin with. 